that is nice to have but not required when you want to be a freelance writer? The answer may surprise you. Ready to talk shop? It's time for some copy chatter. My mentor, Julie, says that when you have been out there creating content for a while, it can feel like you are saying the same things over and over and over again. And people are asking you the same questions over and over and over again, and you just repeat the script constantly. And she says, it's like you're the cover band, or you're the band at open mic night or whatever. I don't know. I don't go to bars. Um, and And you have this whole repertoire of songs, but everyone just wants you to play, you know, whatever it is, Swing Town or Brown Eyed Girl or... Um, you know, whatever, uh, don't stop believing, (laughs) you know, whatever your song is. And you're like, oh my gosh, if I have to play this song one more time, I'm going to quit. Maybe not quit, but you want to be able to move on to your new stuff. But people keep asking for the old stuff. Sometimes I feel like I am in that position as well. Um, but I very quickly remember that I, I do need to repeat some of the same advice because even though I've said this before, folks are new. Some folks are new and I might be someone who finds someone they like and then I dive into the archives and I read everything they ever published, you know, as soon as I can get my hands on it. But that doesn't mean everyone does that. And this is still information that is helpful and useful and vital um, and it's an important message to get out. So today we are talking about the website (laughs) and whether or not you need one. Now, I feel like I've talked about this a bazillion times um, and that's not a complaint. It's just, it is what it is. Um, I feel like I've talked about this a lot, but this is one of my core key messages that I really want every freelancer, every freelance writer to come in contact with at some point in the very beginning of their career. So I will gladly keep sharing this message. Now I'm recording this episode from home in my quote unquote home studio, which is really just a non-weatherized sun porch, (laughs) Uh, which works most of the time. Um, It is a rainy day today and my family is on the other side of a set of glass doors. Also, I can't remember if I mentioned this before or if I just complained about it in the privacy of my own head, but the baby recently broke my headphones into pieces. Um, It was a non-recoverable failure of technology and super glue and um, made more profound by the fact that I don't really understand electrical wiring. (laughs) And a basic understanding of electrical wiring would have been needed to make this repair. So all of that to say, I know that there is some background noise. And because I don't have headphones right now, I don't know what y'all can hear and what you cannot hear. So this could be very exciting. Just a few minutes ago, there was a toddler beating on the glass doors and screaming. Um, That has since subsided. Um, But... It's controlled chaos at my house today. Barely controlled chaos. It is one of those days. It's rainy and it's a Monday. And we had kind of a crazy weekend. 
Also, there has been birthday cake in the house because Colin just had his first birthday. And of course, Colin doesn't really eat birthday cake. <laughs> so that responsibility has fallen to the rest of us. All that to say, it's a little bit crazy. A little bit crazier than it even usually is. And you may get a taste of that in the background. But all of that has been said and now we're going to talk about the website specifically i want to answer the question do you need a website to get started and the short answer to that is no <laughs> i think more more um precisely the answer would be or more accurately the answer would be no but you do need something you do need what you what you absolutely must have is a portfolio you must have and I don't mean like a fancy portfolio website with impeccably curated clips and blah 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 I just mean writing samples when I say portfolio I mean you need to have some writing samples that you can show to somebody and these need to be samples that can indicate your ability to deliver the work that you say that you can do they need to be demonstrations of your ability to write to write stuff and to write stuff well that's what your portfolio is. So do you need a website for that? No, you don't. You could absolutely use a website for that. Yes, absolutely. However, it's not a requirement. You can use other services on the web. Um, I often talk about Contently, contently.com, or maybe it's, I think it's contently.net is the freelancer side. Um, but if you go to Contently, they Contently is a, a big old, big fat content agency that businesses go to to find writers to write their stuff. Um, and so what Contently did, which I thought was brilliant on their part, was they turned around and they set up a platform where writers could put their portfolios. We got some ruckus. Maybe you can hear it. Um, so they have this, it's like a back end almost where writers can come and set up their portfolios and they can talk about what their expertise is and how to contact them and put their website and then load up individual clips and they can get kind of a, like a semi custom URL. So for example, mine is ashleygainer.contently.com. And this can serve as a portfolio. You can put live links on this and you can also upload PDFs as long as you can um, connect these PDFs to a specific publisher. So like, it's been a while since I've done it, but, but if I get published in a regional newspaper, I can scan it and upload a PDF um, and, and kind of attach the regional newspaper's name to this clip. You can't just upload random PDFs is what I'm saying. They have to um, have a real organization they've been published with. But so Contently is an option. Um, it is a fairly simple option to use. However, it can be um, less than intuitive for anyone who is not very familiar with this kind of membership type thing on the web. So if you're not accustomed to maintaining a profile and um, you see HTTP colon slash slash and your brain goes on the fritz and you have to fill out a like an online 
uh, profile and things like that, if that makes you feel a little bit batty, if you're intimidated, if you're like, oh my gosh, I don't get tech stuff, I can't do tech, number one, stop saying that to yourself. And number two, there are alternatives. There are other options. There are actually lots of ways that you can host your uh, portfolio online in a way that is very easy to share with clients and that can give you work. And I know this not because I ever did it. I um, I built myself a website over the course of like a week when I was just getting started. Um, but I already had clients lined up when I was working on this website. Um, so it was really kind of a low pressure thing. I had already set up a little bit of stuff on WordPress. So I had a tiny bit of a clue what I was doing. I had been quote unquote blogging since 2001, which was at this point, it was nine years prior, maybe even 2000. I was in high school and I had a live journal, right? So live journal was a super easy intro to the interwebs. And so I wasn't intimidated. I didn't know all this tech stuff. I didn't know how to set up a WordPress, but I knew that I could figure it out because I'd figured all this other stuff out. And I decided I wasn't going to be afraid of websites, basically. Um, but I know other people who were able to get work, including work for reputable names, like recognizable names, without a, a web presence at all, with none, without even a contently portfolio, like I was just talking about. So it can be done. And I want to talk to you about some of the other options in the rest of this episode. So there is contently, there are a few others as well. I'm not as familiar with them, but I know that they're out there. Um, I know they've been discussed in my Facebook group. If I'd had my act together, I would have looked them up and I have half a mind to pause this recording and go look them up now. Um, I think one of them is writer.me, maybe. Um, if you come into my group at the inkwellguild.com, uh, which takes you to my Facebook group, and you do a search for contently, I think some of these discussions are going to come up and present other options. So these other places there, they are, my understanding is that they are portfolio sites. So they're going to operate similarly to Contently. One of the, one of the nice things about Contently is that because they are a content agency for some writers, um, it does lead to work. It never led directly to work with me. I've had other people outsource their Contently gigs to me. So I, I've written on the platform. I know what it looks like in the back end. I know sort of how the process works. Um, but I was never contacted directly for work myself. However, like I said, it happens for people. So I like Contently for that reason. Um, other ones are set up more specifically with the freelance writer in mind, um, as opposed to um, with the freelance writer as a business strategy. Um, they may be monthly fees attached to some of these. Um, and as a random aside, I know what it's like to bootstrap. I know what it's like to have zero dollars and zero cents to put toward your business. However, you will find that you will need to come around to this idea that you'll have to spend some money. Every month you will have to spend some money. Eventually you'll get to the point where you have to spend money. If you want to have a website, you're going to have to spend money every month or you're going to have to pay a large chunk of change so that you don't have to spend every, uh, you don't have to spend money every month. You just have to spend a large chunk of change every year, right? There are recurring costs to this business. They are relatively low. Um, you might say, 
by the time I have my Contently site, or sorry, by the time I have my web portfolio and my invoicer and my Grammarly subscription and my monthly subscription to this program and blah, 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 it's like $200 a month. And I, I know what it's like to feel like that's a lot of money. Um, the longer you're in business, the higher your tolerance for that <laughs> will grow. Um, I have approximately probably $5,000 of recurring monthly expenses in my business at this point. Um, that might not be true. That might be a little bit high. I, I pay out probably 4k a month pretty steadily. Um, that includes contractors who work for me. That includes, um, a monthly membership that I'm in a couple of months, uh, maybe three or four monthly memberships that I'm in, um, software that I use and all that stuff. Plus every now and then it'll go up to like 5k in monthly expenses because I'm paying annual subscriptions and they come due that month. Anyway, so um, I know that some of these writer sites, all of that to say, some of these writer sites are going to cost you like five, seven, maybe $10 a month. They are not bad people. This is not a bad thing. It is okay to spend that money. It is okay to feel like you don't have that money, but um, really, really get clear on the benefit that this kind of site offers you. It's it's called SaaS, which stands S-A-A-S, Software as a Service. You are, if you sign up, for, I want to say it's writer, writer.me. If you sign up for one of these sites, Contently is free. If you sign up for one of the paid portfolio sites, you are paying them $5 a month, maybe $10 a month, so that you do not have to mess with the website and you don't have to pay the $5 or $7 a month of hosting fees and worrying about the back end and having your template break and all that. Like you, you're paying this other site to run all of that stuff so that you don't have to. It is, in a sense, it is a service to you. Try to think of it that way as opposed to all these companies out here trying to nickel and dime you. That's not what they're doing. They're offering you something valuable and it is not inappropriate to pay for that valuable thing that they're offering you. Are there free alternatives? Yes. Are they going to be as slick and smooth and easy to use? Maybe. Maybe not. Um, however, in exchange for a little bit of time and elbow grease and upkeep efforts, um, you can keep all of your dollars in your pocket. Okay, so <laughs> that was a random aside I did not intend to get into today. However, I think it is an important conversation. I should make a note. I should probably do a podcast about this because expenses are a part of life. They are not a significant part of life. Um, I think when I started my business... I paid $10 for a domain and that was it. Um, and then eventually I added in a low cost invoicing service. I think I was paying five or $10 a month. I was paying $25 a month for membership to the freelance writers den. Um, if you don't know what that is, you can go to ashleygainer.com slash den. That's my affiliate link to the freelance writers den, which is still alive and well. Um, and check it out. It's a, it's a really valuable, really well done membership platform by Carol Tice. Um, I'm actually still a member there. Um, I don't know why, because I, I never use it anymore. <laughs> but anyway, um, really great service. Um, and so I remember when I added that, and it was $25. And I was really, really, really nervous about it. Like this is this feels really expensive to me. And now I laugh. Because um, 
$25 is really not that much, um, especially for everything you get for it. Anyway, but this is not a promotion for the freelance writers. Done. Um, this is talking about your portfolio. So you can go to Contently or some other online portfolio publisher site. Um, another place that I think is really good to put your portfolio, especially if you have any kind of corporate background or um, you are like really stuck in the employee mindset, this can feel a lot more comfortable, is LinkedIn. You can set up or you can update your LinkedIn profile and then um, put your website or your business as your current workplace or your current experience thing. And then from there, I believe, unless they took it away and I didn't notice, from there, you can upload portfolio pieces. You can upload samples right there to your LinkedIn profile. So that is a reputable, credible, no cost, familiar for at least many of us, um, platform that you can use to hold your resume, your um, about me, your contact information, um, testimonials, and of course your portfolio pieces. In addition to anything that you want to like blog or publish yourself now or in an ongoing thing as an inbound marketing strategy. So that can be really, really effective. And I don't see anyone talking about this. I don't see anyone talking about this as a strategy. My understanding is that you can set your LinkedIn profile so that it is fairly public so that people can see what's on your thing, even if they're not logged in. If I'm wrong about that, I'm really sorry. It used to be that way, I'm pretty sure, because I think mine is set pretty wide open. Um, let me just verify. Hang on. Yes, I was right. I just checked. You can set your public profile so that anyone can see as much of your profile as you want. So this can absolutely serve as a pretty effective, pretty easy to access, safe, secure, uh, familiar um, link for as your portfolio with, you know, the bonus feature of also being a publishing platform, also having easy um, mechanisms for getting client testimonials, things like that. If you are looking for a way to not spend any money and you don't want to mess with the website and you don't want to do any of that other stuff, I highly suggest you think about LinkedIn. Um, let's see, another one that you can do, and this is one that I, um, a friend of mine who has a course for she talks to new VAs the same way that I help people become freelance writers and grow their freelance writing career. She helps people become VAs, virtual assistants, and grow their VA career. And she teaches these, uh, it's mostly ladies, not entirely, but she teaches her folks how to use Google Drive as a portfolio. And so when I was trying to hire one of her people, um, all these applicants sent me to these Google Drive folders and I thought it was brilliant. So that is another thing you can do. Set up a folder on Google Drive. You'll know I have a love affair with Google like office products. I don't know exactly what they're called. G Suite. I like Google Drive, Google Docs, Sheets, Slides, all of it. I use them all. Forms. It's nuts. I use it all. <laughs> 
anyway, so you can set up a folder on Google Drive that just says like Ashley Gainer portfolio or whatever. And then inside this folder, you can put, well, whatever you want, really. You can, um, I would recommend that you upload PDFs. So in Google Docs, you can save your file as a PDF. So I would do that. Save whatever your writing samples are as PDFs and then um, upload them to this other, your portfolio folder as a PDF. Um, alternatively, you can save a Word doc in there maybe with lists, with, with like a list of different links that you want to send people to. You can, um, if you have scanned PDFs of anything, you can save them in there. Um, you can send, um, like if you write emails, you can draft an email sequence in there and save it either as a PDF or maybe as a Google Doc with view only privileges and that kind of thing. Um, very, very simple, very straightforward. G Drive is very familiar. Um, one of the perks is that it can be searched pretty easily, which your prospects might appreciate um, and you might appreciate. Um, you can organize it by maybe you have one folder of blog posts and articles, one folder of emails, one folder of sales page, copy, etc. Um, and then you can either share those individual folders or you can share individual links to documents or you can just share the whole thing as your portfolio. So that's another option. And then finally, the other thing I wanted to mention, which I believe I mentioned before, um, I have a friend who was able to get her first major copy client gig with a PDF of her different samples. And I think it probably included a cover letter in the PDF also. Um, you can create this PDF using software or you can use Google, you can use the Google products. You can use Google Drive or um, Slides even if you wanted to do something a little more visual. Although for copy, I'm not sure, anyway. You can land gigs with a PDF. I think she just attached this PDF in an email and was like, here's my portfolio. Um, and it was organized and it was easy to navigate. It had a, I'm pretty sure it had like a table of contents in the, in the beginning and that sort of thing. So you don't want to just sort of dump a bunch of stuff in there and send it. You still want it to be easy to navigate, um, easy to use, easy to find whatever you're looking for and really demonstrate your professionalism. But you can demonstrate your professionalism without a website. Now, I want to walk something back that I used to say a lot. I used to really be critical of the website template service called Wix, W-I-X.com. Now, Wix is not a perfect solution. However, I do think that it has become a good, viable alternative to building your own WordPress site. It is a website. Um, it is fairly easy to use. It is fairly low cost. They have everything built in that you need. So it's not really, there aren't any like bad surprises with it, at least not that I've come across. They have some really good looking templates um, for service providers. They're easy to customize. Um, you can get your own domain on top of them um, so that you're not sending people to a Wix domain. You're sending it to, you know, your custom domain, ashleygainer.com or whatever custom domain you pick. You can't have that one. I have it. <laughs> um, I feel like they've come a long way in the past few years. Um, 
And so I do not disparage them anymore. So if you want to kind of get your feet wet, or you're really committed to this idea of a website, but really intimidated by the practicalities of pulling one together, I would suggest you look at Wix. And I'm not an affiliate of theirs. I don't, I mean, there's nothing in it for me. Um, I just think that that can be a good sort of middle of the road solution for you. It's not a perfect solution. One of the drawbacks to Wix, unless they've changed this and I just have not found any information to the contrary, um, the one of the major drawbacks of Wix is that you can't export your content. So, um, for example, if you were to leave Wix and go to build your own WordPress site, you would have to um, start from scratch, basically. I mean, you can copy and paste your words and stuff, but you can't take any of the structure or any of the content with you. You have to recreate it. And so that can be a real bummer if you basically wanted to recreate the same thing on WordPress. You can't do it. Uh, not that that's prohibitive and makes life extraordinarily difficult. It's just, I don't know, you get attached to these things. You spend all this time massaging your WordPress and then it's like, I'm just going to abandon you. You're just going to be deleted. But we've spent five years together, right? <laughs> I'm going through that process with my own website now. Um, I basically have been doing my own website for like nine out of the 11 years I've been in business. And then at some point last year, I bought a template and I used a lot of the same content, but it wasn't my design anymore. It wasn't my, it was just a template. And it was like, turns out I really hate using templates that are difficult to modify and blah, blah, blah. So now I'm having a custom site built, which I'm really excited about. Um, but it also feels very weird because it's like, it's not mine anymore. <laughs> Anyway, that'll launch later in the year. Super excited about it. And I will share it with you when it's ready. Um, but I digress. Now, there is one more thing I want to know before wrapping up this episode that went a little bit longer than intended. Um, my assistant, Heather, who is awesome, she is really getting really good at WordPress stuff. And so I've seen her in the Facebook group answering people's WordPress questions. So if you are trying to build a website and you feel totally stymied, um, we are not a WordPress for freelance writers Facebook group, but we are a bunch, of, I mean, thousands now of service providers, many of whom use WordPress and can help you do some troubleshooting. So feel free to ask your questions in there. Um, I'm going to just leave that door open to questions about WordPress until I see that it's like taking over or something. Although I don't know why it would. Um, anyway, it's part of part of business is WordPress. So feel free to push your questions in there. Don't know that we can help you, but we can certainly try. And now that I've talked about the Facebook group so much in this episode, I will say, please come hang out with me in the Facebook group. You can go to theinkwellguild.com and that will take you straight there. Or if you're on Facebook already, just search for the Inkwell Guild with Ashley Gaynor. You could probably just search for Ashley Gaynor and it'll pop up. It has this like yellow little banner and my yellow little shirt and whatever. Um, so answer the questions and we will let you in. We're getting more stringent. You have to answer the questions. Um, and we will not do that thing where we message you and wait for three days. We're just going to not let you in. <laughs> um, we've been getting some spammy people lately, so we got to lock down the filters again. Anyway, I invite you to come join us. Come hang out with me. Tag me if you have questions for me in there. Um, it gets so much activity that I can't always keep up anymore. So feel free to tag me and I will see you on the inside. 
Okay, so tell me, do you need more writing clients? If you do, then I challenge you to stop getting ready to get ready and start taking the real action steps that booked out writers take every single day to find, reach, and impress their ideal clients so that you can finally have the writing career of your dreams. And I encourage you to do so with Booked Out Writer, my newest course. Booked Out Writer is the everything you need and nothing you don't course for freelance writers who want to skip the low paying work and start making good money with great clients now. Whether you have five hours a week to devote to this or you're ready to go full time, Booked Out Writer is perfect for establishing yourself as an in-demand go-to writer. Learn more at bookedoutwriter.com.